Well, cast your mind back just a year, two, three years ago, end of 2021, and CBM, a Cambridge-based charity, uh, their Light Up Lives appeal. You remember it. We were running adverts. We were raising money. There was a government UK aid match campaign, and they raised an awful lot of money. Well, here we are. We're now sort of two years, three years on from that, and uh, they need to report to the government on just exactly what's going on. That meant for one of their employees a trip to Zimbabwe. That employee is Sarah Bennington. She's communications manager for CBM, and she joins me on the line. Sarah, very good morning to you. Good morning, Neil. Thank you very much for having me. No, thanks for joining us. Now, listen, for those who, who perhaps weren't in, I mean, some people weren't even living in Cambridge back in those days, just remind us what Light Up Lives was about and what CBM in general does. Yeah, that's great. Uh, CBM works to transform the lives of people with disabilities in the world's poorest places. One of the countries we work in is Zimbabwe, which has one of the highest rates of blindness in the world. So a few years ago, we designed a project called Light Up Lives, which is going to help 44,000 people in rural Zimbabwe to access eye health services. And you helped us back in 2021, along with lots of lovely Cambridge 105 listeners, to raise an amazing £1.2 million for the project. <laughs> and every eligible pound was then matched by the government through the UK Aid Match Scheme. So we raised all this wonderful money and the project started um, a couple of years ago. And, what and we're that, now halfway through. And what does that mean? I mean, £2.4 million as a charity to get a chunk of cash with some earmarked for a project. £2.4 million. I'm presuming that means, boy, you can really do something. That's right. It was wonderful for us. It was wonderful to feel the public support behind us. It's wonderful to partner with the government. Um, and we were able to design this project that is helping people in rural areas. So there are lots of barriers to healthcare in Zimbabwe. Um, being in a rural area is part of that in terms of transport, in terms of getting to local hospitals. Then when you get there, whether the local hospitals have got the equipment they need um, or the stuff that they need, there are lots of barriers for people. Um, but lots of people living with avoidable blindness mm which has such massive implications in their own lives, for their families, for their communities. So it's brilliant to be able to put this project together, reaching 44,000 people living in those kind of situations. Yeah, I mean, as you said there, I mean, we're not talking a, a high expense for these. I mean, cataracts is, is, is the main thing, isn't it? And it's, it's, it's not being funny, it's cheap and easy to do, isn't it? But it yeah. affects not just the person with the cataracts, it's all the people who have to gather around them. That's right. Yeah, cataracts, interestingly, that's the leading cause of avoidable blindness in the world. Mm. Um, and the cat a cataract eye camp was one of the main things that I saw on my visit. And it was wonderful, actually, to be there in person myself, meeting people who have lived with blinding cataracts for years and not being able to access the treatment or afford the treatment to meet them um, on day one of the camp, all gathering first thing in the morning, really keen to be screened. And then if they were diagnosed with cataracts, they, they just sit and they wait for their surgery. And our project is delivering free cataract surgery um, in rural areas across the Midlands province in Zimbabwe for three years. It's amazing. And so to see the transformation in people's faces as they have their bandages removed the next day they've had their surgery and their their sight is restored um it, it really was amazing that there was uh, one of the one of the young men i met brian his name was he was 21 and he had had an accident when he was 13 fallen over and um, hit his eye on a piece of wire 
and had developed a blinding traumatic cataract. And he had had to live with that for eight years. And that really got me. My son isn't far off being 13 now. And I think the thought of having to say to him if he'd had a terrible accident, sorry, you're going to have to wait until you're 21 to have this fixed. It really made me sad. Um, and this this lovely chap, Brian, he didn't have any parents. So his brother had taken care of him all of those years. And he'd been unhappy at school. People didn't want to be his friend because they didn't like how his eye looked. Um, he'd become really isolated. And when he left school, he tried very hard to find work and repeatedly people wouldn't employ him because of how his eye looked. Yeah. Um, so all of his opportunities were sort of shut down all around him. And finally, age 21, he saw a flyer for our eye camp and he came along and we diagnosed him. We operated. The next day he came back, his bandages were taken off and it was just wonderful to talk to him. He, he said, you know, he'd waited for this moment for the whole of that, those kind of precious teenage years. He felt like he'd missed out on so much. But he said to me, today I am free and today my life really begins. <sighs> And it was just wonderful to hear the, the the possibilities now for him, the opportunities now for him. Um, yeah, that that really that really got me talking to Brian. Well, I was going to say from you from your point, but it's getting me as well. I'm only hearing the story secondhand. But for you, as you know, I, I often say this, but we you know, the, the Cambridge public are very generous, and we know we saw that in this case with Light Up Lives. They're very generous. They they give their money trustingly to charities, and they assume the money will go where it is. Now, for you working for the charity, you have that you have the the concept. You do know it is going to go and do the things. You say. But to actually go there. And see mm. the work that your charity is doing like that must make going yeah. into work every day an absolute joy, isn't it? <laughs> it really does. I mean, I like my job anyway, but I think going and seeing these projects with my own eyes and meeting the people whose lives we really are impacting through the work of CBM, it it does, it really is transformative. Um, it motivates me every day. And I think for us as a whole team, it motivates us to know um, that we really are changing lives. And for me personally, I think to have the stories of the people I met and I talked to, um, to have those in mind and in my heart when I come into work, it is definitely motivating. And it it really, it, it kind of adds credibility, I think, to the work of the charity when you know that you go to our website or social media or whatever, when we're telling stories, you know, we're showing photos and we're telling stories, they are really real people. It's not a marketing gimmick. They're real people who I genuinely met um, and whose lives are really being changed. And I, work. I love it. Tell me, I mean, I know all these stories are on your website and some of them are available as videos and all this sort of stuff, but tell us about Aquila because these, we were talking earlier about how it's it's one person, but it's not, it's entire families that are affected. Mm -hmm. tell, tell us about Aquila because I love this story. Well, so it was really lovely. Obviously we went to the eye camp and we saw people on the day having their surgery, but we were also privileged enough to be invited into people's homes who had had their surgery a few months before and who really wanted to meet us and wanted to kind of tell us their stories. So Aquila was this fantastic lady who invited us into her home. Um, she'd had her surgery a couple of months before we arrived and she was larger than life. She was so much fun, so much energy. Um, and she just could not wait to tell us her story. So she had been um, designing and making children's clothes for years, that was her job. 
Um, she didn't have children of her own, and so she loved making clothes for children in the community who were living in a, a poverty context. Um, and then she developed cataracts, and she lived with her twin sister, who had who did have children of her own, but as Aquila's sight failed, her twin sister had to stay home with her all the time to look after her, so she wasn't able to see her family. Aquila wasn't able to work anymore. She gave away her sewing machine because she thought, I'm blind now, I'm never going to be able to make any clothes again. And then they heard about our project. They hitchhiked all the way to the hospital. Wow. Um, she had the surgery and she was just such an enthusiastic character. She said, when they took off the bandages, I just screamed. And I can imagine that she did. Um, and then she broke into song. And if you if you go uh, onto our social media channels, you'll be able to see Aquila's song. It's lovely hearing her. Um, and she had her sight restored. And the wonderful thing for her was that she now is able to work again. She's able to design and cut clothes again. So she's able to be a blessing in her community to those children um, who you know who who need her support. And then for her sister because Aquila is now independent again, her sister is able to leave the house and go and see her own children um, and be at work. So it was really, it was lovely to see that cascade effect in restoring Aquila's sight. We give her back her life, her livelihood, her independence. We give her sister back her independence and her ability to see her family. Um, it, it's the whole picture. It's not just helping one person. Yeah. It really is helping whole communities. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Now, I mean, that this is the Light Up Lives campaign. That was money raised back in 2021. Presumably, you're, you're, you're on a rolling programme of work around the world. So if people are wanting to get involved, wanting to see what else you're doing, I assume it's all on the website and you're never going to turn away the option of a donation, are you? Absolutely, no. Please come and help us, cbmuk.org.uk forward slash donate if anybody would like to make a gift. It costs about £24 for an adult to have cataract surgery through one of our projects. Um, we would love it if you'd like to support our ongoing sight-saving work. Fantastic. Well, Sarah, I love the. I can. I'm, we're looking on talking to each other on Zoom. I love the look on your face when you were telling those stories. I can see the effect it's had on you, and that that rubs back to the, the people who actually donated all the money to start with. It's well done to them for chipping in it that really money. It, you have all changed lives, and long may that work in Africa and elsewhere in the world continue. Sarah Bennington from CBM. Thank you so much for talking to me today. Thanks, Neil. Bye bye.